Hi, this is Serena Vincent, and you're listening to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Anthony, you've been chosen, given the power of the youngin, with your fresh eyes and naivete. Sean, you've been given the power of wisdom beyond your years. Hello, welcome to another exciting, exuberant enthusiastic episode of power rangers in cyberspace 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 i'm one of your co-hosts sean fritz joined along with today by and every other day anthony mullen except that one day listen there was an issue someone died i had to go kill i mean anyway let's move forward hey you got an issue grab a tissue exactly exactly so hey anthony how's it going going pretty good going pretty good what you been up to this week uh i've been doing a lot of work a lot uh, of work yeah Bank i haven't stuff, had any doing it kind of stuff real work stuff yes big boy stuff oh, man. but uh and it was uh labor day this past weekend i did kind of work stuff you were, too you were you were laboring stuff out i gave thanks to my mother for giving birth to me and going nice. through labor <laughs> i didn't think of that one. Oh man i wish i could uh, that would have been took, perfect to like text my mom be like hey Joke never gets old. That's good. But this past weekend, Labor Day weekend, uh, I heard a rumor that it was Fan Expo, which we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Yes, it was. Did you go? I did go to Fan Expo. Ooh, tell me about it. Um, I mean, it was kind of cool. There was a fan and there was an expose up in uh, Toronto. Like a ceiling fan? Yeah, no, it was really big. It was like the big like chandelier fans. Uh, no, Ooh. no, just kidding. So yeah, a fan expo is kind of like Toronto's version of their Comic Con. And um, I say, I mean, it's not like New York City Comic Con where it's just immensely like you get suffocated by walking down those aisles. Oh, because well, except unless you're in like the center, but otherwise, yeah, you're you're out of luck. Jeez, no, no, even in the center, I was suffocated. But uh, Fan Expo, it's busy. It gives you that uh, authentic, real uh, Comic-Con feel. Like, there's other Comic-Cons around us locally that there's one that's getting to, like, where, oh, wow, this is kind of, this is really cool. But it's still a local con. It's just slightly bigger. Is this it, Fan is Expo. It, what's up? Is it is it pop culture like New York, or is it comic book, oh, no, this, comic character related? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Fan Expo in Canada is basically fandoms from everything. They have uh, pop culture. They have a lot of rec- a lot of wrestlers are there at that one. I know New York City when we went, as far as wrestlers, there was like two un, un like two really low level wrestlers, and then McFoley, which is like I mean, always Mc, at New Mc, York. It's McFoley. Come on, he's always I mean, at New York. Oh, yeah, but I mean, at this one, Fan Expo was they had a lot of oh, actually. I don't remember any wrestlers being there. Are you sure Ted DiBiase wasn't there? Because he's always at a comic convention. I think he was. Oh, 
Christian ba- Baylor maybe was there? I don't know. Christian Bale? Not, Christian Bale. I mean, I'm not going to lie. No, Christian, not Christian Bale. That's an actor. <laughs> don't catch me in that. Um, I I don't mean to retract my statement, but yeah, I don't, I can't really can't remember if there's any wrestlers there this time. But usually whenever, I, whenever I've gone to Fan Expo, it's fandoms from all pop culture, comic book, TV show, sci-fi enthusiasts, rate, uh, just cartoons. It's a lot of everything there. I mean, yeah. some like occult hit movies. Like I said, the a good portion Rocky of the horror, cast, of Ro- a good said. portion of the Rocky Horror Cats was there, and um, I have a great story that I'll uh, I'll share with you about that one in a minute. But I mean, Fan Expo was really good. It, it was a nice time. It was fun. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. Uh, so when I went up there, I actually didn't buy like any books. I didn't buy any. I think I bought one comic book. Did you bought it by a morpher? I did not. I will not be suckered into buying a morpher from a film. No, I told you about this in Niagara Falls. Not happening. I know. Um, that's why. I, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> after I get my room finally settled, I think that's what I want to do for the month of uh, month of September. My my nerd room. I really want to settle it in, and I think I really want to like put a bookshelf or something, and really get a. I would like to get a good like a good shelf or two of Power Rangers stuff. But side topic, side uh, tangent. Uh, Afghan Expo was really nice. Uh, I really, really had two, only two, two big experiences. I would say, like, obviously looking around at at cosplays and uh, artists is one thing, but I don't want to go into comic book stuff here. There's another podcast for that, which I'll tell you about at the end. As did you, did you run? Did you run into anybody? Meet any celebrities? Get any uh, signatures, autographs, well, or anything? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about right now. I want to tell you who I will talk about. Who what celebrities I did meet to let you know. So I don't have to have let uh, I don't have to have make you wait until you listen to baggage use uh, cheap plug. Um, I did get to meet uh, what's her name? Oh my God, Nell Campbell Sarah. from yeah, Nell Campbell from Rocky Horror. I don't know if you've ever watched it. No, she's the I one. Haven't. If you ever if you ever see it, she's the one in like all the sequencing and like done up like super like really eighties hairstyle like the with the big puffy make big like blushy makeup and everything i got her autograph for amber and uh talked to her for a good minute talked to barry bostwick and i got to see meatloaf they were fighting over each other's fans which was hilarious that was um, kind of funny oh it was actually really funny because so like barry bostwick's got like 10 people in his line and he's taken you know 10 15 minutes with each which with each uh got with with each fan which oh is- sounds like jim Starenko, who holds court for a half hour with everybody Hey, I'm not gonna. Well, maybe half hour each is a little much. But I'm gonna tell you when the fan is there waiting, and you see Norman Reedus, who people are people are announcing, like the workers are going, "All right, this is life, Norman Reedus, hundred dollars autograph only. You will not meet him. You will not get to really talk to him. Just you're gonna get him, say hi, get your autograph, and move on." And he might look at you. He, he's gonna look at you, and that's it. He's not gonna. Say, he's that, gonna probably gonna say hi, thank you for this, nice to meet you, cool, good, move on. Which that, I can that's understand. How- that's kind of how it was with um, Charlie Adlard and Gerard Way at uh, NC Comic Con in 2015. You met Gerard Way? I didn't, but I mean, oh. I looked at him. I saw him. He well, was I mean, sitting right next to Charlie Adlard. Charlie, who, who's Charlie Adler? He's the guy that does all the all the pencils and the covers for Walking Dead. Okay. So, uh, but I talked to him for 20 minutes while a conga line of you know girls, every single girl on in the eastern side of north carolina you're lucky amber per- didn't know he probably would have been out there for that one this was two years ago i mean he came last year but they did it a lot differently like basically it was all pre-signed stuff and you could either buy the stuff or you could pay for a 
Like he would take a photo as you were walking past him. Like they would basically take like the 15 shots at once, like the shutter, sh- the shutter photo. Oh God. So that basically as you were walking past him, you would look like you were in the picture. Oh it my was, God. Uh, That's horrible. Because, well, because last year they, um, or two years ago in 2015 at NC Comic Con, it was, it was just a, cl- it was poorly planned mainly because they didn't expect that much of a turnout from, you know, from people coming out to well, see Gerard hy- Way. He was also hyping his uh, new line, I bet. This was before he was doing Doom Patrol. This well, no, was, not, this was else? after Killjoys. Killjoys, but no, he was getting ready pr- to promote the new um, imprint, I bet. Uh, no, this was like before that. This like was a year and a half ago. He didn't promote it at all then? This was November 2015, so it was almost two years ago at the time of this recording. Oh, wow, okay. So this was right after he wrote that one issue of Spider-Verse. Um, and and every, Spider-Verse. And just, yeah, okay. Celebrity writes something for comics. I, all right, I get it. No, well, I mean, that, I mean, it was, it, it was honestly, it was like 15 and younger children and, and young men. Was he the uh, follow-up boy? Uh, no, Anakin. that's Pete, that's Pete Wentz. It's uh, My Chemical Romance. That's what is My Chemical Romance. Yeah, the eyeliner uh, capital of the world, wherever they're yeah. at. But uh, yeah, so continue with your story. Meatloaf was was fighting. He was fighting with so, a yeah, fork. No. So like, um, <laughs> Barry because Meatloaf is comes Meatloaf out is and, food. Yes, yes. Barry Boswick comes out and he's no, he's doing his thing and he's cool. And then Meatloaf comes walking out and he starts doing like the one, two, three, and then the whole crowd cheers for him. So Barry Boswick looks at his like five people in dwindling and does the same thing and it's a very pathetic crowd, but they give it their all. So Meatloaf does it. And then, and then they do it, go back and forth, and finally Meatloaf comes over and gets them to cheer for his crowd. And then Barry Boswick, he's, um, have you ever seen the movie Rocky Horror? You'll know that he get, he has his underwear or whatever, and he gets signed. And he's trying to, like, walk down the line trying to sell his stuff to Meatloaf's customers. And oh, so he's, he's trying to poach them while they were waiting yes, for him. which That's is great. funny. And then, and then Meatloaf walks over and he says, I was, like, biting at the underwear as he's holding it. It's, it was just a great thing, and it's like, these two actors are genuinely having fun. Yeah, Barry Boswick for for the older audience is the he was the mayor on Spin City. Yes, which is a yes, very genuinely. underrated show, by the way. I've seen once or twice. I remember it being on at like odd hours, and there was nothing else to watch. And I remember flipping it on, not really paying attention. Uh, Richard um, Richard Kind is also in that in that show. He mm-hmm. was the mayor on Gotham. For okay. uh, the guy that had his head in uh, in the cage, I don't remember that. I don't. I didn't watch uh, Gotham. Oh, you're not. Well, I'll let you draw your own conclusions, but you're not missing much, my opinion. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so you saw them. Who else did you see? Anybody relevant to the show, by chance? Um, Jason Mewes, because he's a child at heart and he loves toys and everything. So he was cool. Um, I got to see in passing Amy Jo Johnson. Did not get to meet her. Um. Yeah, I'm I sure that was a long line. Was, pretty sure her line was just as big, if not bigger, than Norman Reedus. I believe it. I mean, like I said, I think I said last time, she's very, um, she sheltered herself from the con circuit for, yeah. for you know, for personal reasons. But Which I'm, I'm, I can understand. I'm, I'm, I'm also glad to see her out, though. Mm-hmm. Glad to see her out and actually, uh, you know, uh, not, not. Uh, I don't even know what the word is. Uh, embracing it. That, that, uh, I mean, not that she wasn't initially, but she was just kind of like, I don't like what's going on here type thing. Which, I mean, I've seen fans get crazy. 
and I can understand. Well, yeah, that one woman bit Norman Reedus a couple of yeah, months ago. Yeah, that was the, he was almost done too. Oh well, and then they said, "Hey, we can offer you a, a guarantee of quarter million dollars and a couple of trash bags to carry it out in." Yeah. Who else? But um, I met uh, Serena Vincent, dude. Ooh, the gonna, yellow time, not time force, not time um, force, uh, lost galaxy. Yes, the Charlie Brown outfits. Yeah, yes, yes, the Charlie Brown outfits. I'm gonna tell you this she, one. She was the cave woman. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't cave. Um, it was like a uh, tribe, tribal still. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Not really tribal, like cave she, tribes. It was more or less um, no technology like, type tribe. Like they lived in like a, a, it was lost galaxy in a jungle. Amazon rainforest type thing that that's actually perfect like amazon rainforest um she dressed like tarzan yeah pretty much and uh i'm gonna tell you like i said before time lost galaxy is one of my favorite seasons it was one of those first seasons that didn't have a i think it was the first season that did not have a connection towards zordon yeah because i mean that was before lost galaxy was uh power rangers in space and that was the last one with alpha after that, yeah. it was Lost Galaxy. I'm gonna tell you, well, I loved was it. Al- it was really good. The last one with what? Alpha Five. That's true. Wait, where did, did Alpha? When did Alpha come back? No, there was an Alpha uh, Jive talking Alpha Six. When? Um, I don't know, but I heard it was awful. You know, all right. Next, next time we change roles, I'm gonna have to look that up real quick because it's stuck in my head. Um. But, you know, Lost Galaxy was very fun. Uh, the story was different. It was definitely original. It was, instead, you know, instead of, oh, there's a monster. We got to protect the Earth. It was a galaxy. Like, it was almost like a space colonization. The Guardians of the Galaxy in the Power Rangers universe. Kind of, in a way, not really. Because that would have been more or less Power Rangers in space, where they, like, had their own spaceship and they kind of, like, flew around protecting everything else. Lost so, Galaxy was, like, it was a space colony. It was, like, part of earth that went off and tried to travel throughout space. And it was so long ago that I don't remember where exactly they went or came from, but I remember there being almost, um, the, uh, costumes used in power Rangers lost galaxy. Like the, uh, the suits were also used in, um, deep space or some other TV show that was uh, canceled. Wasn't so, VR. Wasn't VR troopers. No, it wasn't VR troopers. It was like another like space show. Oh, oh, okay. Um, almost like time. Oh, uh, was it time jump or the one with the arcs? What's what's the show with? There's the two arcs that go. Um, uh, wasn't um, uh, wasn't Firefly that you're thinking of? Um, nope. But they used the costume three times. Like it was, it was kind of cool. It was definitely original in its own sense. Um, the villain I really liked. It was like, was it Scorp- Scorpion? It was not Scorpina. It was. Yeah. Um, Andromeda was it Andromedas, the chick that eventually became the Pink Ranger the following season. Yes, yes, it was, it was Andromedas, but her father was like this like lobster crab looking dude thing. Like, he was pretty like, creepy looking. And then I want to say it was Medi- Met- the meteor looking dude. He was like all black with like green lines. I think was the uh, other villain. He like had a sword and everything. And then the Sixth Ranger was my favorite. Like, he was... The Magna you know, Defender? The Magna Defender. Like, he wasn't a Ranger. He was the Magna Defender. I thought it was so cool. I love yeah, don't that. mess with him. Don't mess with him. Oh, the Magna Defender was awesome. 
And um, oh, and they had the Psycho Rangers this season. Yes, the Psycho Rangers were in that one too. I um, I'm pretty sure was that the nope that wasn't the season that they teamed up that they uh, crossed over with power with turtles was it? Yes. Was it really the one that they crossed over with turtles? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I think it was Turbo. Anyway, well, I'll, that will be. A, I'll come back to that one because because that's gonna have to be a review on its own that episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and you know, I met Serena Vincent. It was so cool, definitely going up because I think everyone that goes up there knows her from other movies. And, um, you know, for someone to go up and be like, hey, listen, especially me being a, a male in my early 20s going up, hey, I loved you in. She's anticipating something else. And I'm like, Power Rangers, favorite season, one of my favorite roles. Thank you so much. And her personality was like, oh, hi, thank you. And she didn't shoo me away. Like, she, like, we talked for a couple minutes. Um, got to say hi. Unfortunately, I didn't get a picture or an autograph. You know, I, I usually don't do that unless, like, I got, I got a picture with Billy, and that's like because it's Billy. But David Yost? David Yost, yeah. I mean, it's because it's David Yost, and he, he literally was my idol, and I feel it's incredible what he do, what he stands for for, the, uh, for for his roles and everything. I think it's awesome. But, um, you know, it was really cool meeting Serena Vincent, and it definitely showed me, like, we need to up our, not up our game, but take it, you know, that uh, social media aspect to that professional next level where we got to be on our game. Because when I say, hi, I do a Power Rangers podcast and they go, oh, hey, where can I find you at? And I'm just like, uh, here. I just, I, I'm standing right here in front of you. You just found me. Yeah, yeah. No, like, so I, and that's why I got, I, I uh, came back to the States the next, the next day and I was like, listen, Sean, please create this Facebook. And that's why we have Facebook now is because I met her. I don't want to ever be thrown uh, off guard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, here's our Facebook, here's our Twitter, here's our, which we got to get going now, too, and uh, Instagram. We'll link them all together, but. Nope, 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 not doing Twitter. You're not? Production meeting. We're not doing Twitter. Got it. All right. <laughs> Scratch that. I'll do Twitter. Yes. Anyways, well, so. We'll link them all, but regardless. Um, so, Fan Expo it was, it was, was pretty good. good. It was a good success. And, and if you're listening to this show still, you've already heard the uh, Serena Vincent bumper. Is it Ser- Serena, right? Serena Vincent. Yes, yeah, I thought so. You've oh, already yeah, heard the Serena Vincent yeah, so bumper. Yes, she did You've already the heard the bumper right. at the front of the uh, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, it definitely was fun. Uh, really cool. It's a good time, and and it really makes me want to like you know really try and make an effort to trying to get some guests and some other people on the show and get some creators and stuff like that. I really would be kind of cool to kind of reach out and see who we can actually grab. That's why I think Twitter would be. A- so if you know any Power Rangers celebrities, send them our way. At but but you gotta show, listen to we'll the, you gotta listen to the end of, you gotta listen the whole way to the end of the show or fast forward to here and we'll tell you our email anyway yes so that was Any, my weekend uh, anything else at Fan Expo that jumped out to Power Rangers related I saw actually I didn't send you a picture I'm gonna send you a picture of it right now oh I, I saw some solid cosplay yeah um I only took one I took the picture of the three of them together there was the whole like whole team up. But like half of them with their helmets on, I didn't want to like bother all them all all over again. But the three I got pictures of was phenomenal. I think you're really gonna appreciate it. Is it the Green Ranger version two, the Lord Dracon, and um, the Black Power Ranger in the um, Lord Dracon uh, armor? Nope. Because I did see one of those on Instagram the other day. 
And that was like, I was oh, like, no. ooh, someone cosplayed out of the comics, the Black Ranger, like foot, the, the, the Black Ranger soldiers. Yeah, no, I did see them, but I saw them in passing and I couldn't grab them quick enough. But no, I did send you the picture. Did you get it? I just got a text message. Let's see. Uh, picture uh, text from little bitch. Uh, Anthony. Oh, that's what it says. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, these are. Wow. So someone did a Lord Dracon. Yep. And a uh, uh, White Ranger in pajamas. And um, yeah, they look pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, it's really hard when you do Power Rangers because it's not like you can make like a like a hard suit. It's going to have to be part span. It's got to be spandex. You have to. Yeah. Other, it it has you, to be spandex. Either you fully commit to it and you're just like, fuck it. I'm doing it. Forget it because, you know, because uh, it's going to show everything or you go with like the full, like the, the, the thinly padded, muscly arm suits, you know, the puffy ones. Which those look cheap. Like I would not want to get pictures with guys like that. But this was like fine. It's spandex. It kind of it's hard to find spandex boots or whatever that could fit like the White Ranger there. But yo, look at the Green Ranger's boots. Those are legit like Power Ranger boots. It looks great. Yeah, those, I mean those boots are. And you can see the dragon dagger at his side. Yeah. Now, and you know what? He's got the. Here's a little trivia. He's got the. It looks like the black sheath. For the Dragon Dagger, which means that uh, he is still the evil Green Ranger. Really? Yep. He had a green sh- a green uh, waist sheath for his uh, for for the Dragon Dagger when he was uh, under Rita's spell. Really? Yep. Didn't know that. And he doesn't have that stupid poly puffy U.S. shield either. Yeah, no, I would. I definitely would not have been like, oh, yeah, let's get a picture there. I was like, oh shoot. But Although no, if I, you if you cosplay and you and you do the cosplay with that puffy shield, you're definitely going for it. Like that's deep cut. If you get the if you because it's not if you laziness. Inten- at that point, you're like I'm if you intentionally to make, make it, it like yeah. Like I made this out of tin foil and gold spray paint. Exactly. Yeah, I don't no, know. It'd I mean, be kind of cool to do a good. modernization of the power range. Maybe like do like an old school like uh, a a variation on it, but something I could look into for next year. I do like the fact that someone, and I'm sure that that's the, the Power Rangers cosplay to, to du jour is the, the Lord Dracon, you know, the evil Tommy. Oh, I've Which, never seen everyone's loving it right now. I saw Lord Zed. Oh, was it, was it, was it good? Because that one's really detailed. It's It wasn't detailed enough where I was like, yo, I got to get a picture, but I'll, I'll like the commitment where it was like part morph suit spandex with like muscles added on. And then like someone, you can see that he ran like tube wire throughout it to like to give it that no though there must be a way where he could hit it and it would light up red Uh and i don't know if he he didn't do it and it it wasn't like oh i need a picture but it was like dude i like the effort it's one of those things you take a picture of it kind of shitty but you know what it's better than the lord's that output that i that i tried so i can't really be one to judge it's one of those things where you would take a picture of it as they're standing still doing something in the in the distance, you wouldn't stop them to explicitly take a picture with them posing for your picture. Not unless there's other rangers. Like, him alone, no. But, like, multiple rangers and he was there? All right, cool. I can dig it. Right on. But, yeah, that was my fan expo experience. It was pretty solid. Sounds Which, pretty, uh, pretty full. Yeah. I didn't do anything like that exciting, so... Um, I'm just yeah, waiting so, for the end of this month. Uh, is Rock is Rockcon up in Rochester, New York, and David Yost will be there. And I 
I assure you, I will be getting, I want to talk to him. Yeah. Like I'm, to he probably already has, life. he probably already has a half hour set aside, says Anthony Mullen on his calendar. You're funny. It's an hour. Uh, please. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> All right. Um, did I you? guess we'll, uh, what? You want to take a break? No, I was going to ask you if you had something to ask me. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope. Uh, you ready? Let's, uh, so let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. It's Megazord. When evil space aliens threaten Earth, the mighty Morphin Power Rangers in their Dinozords morph to become the Megazord. The Megazord is part of the mighty Morphin Power Rangers ultimate battle system. Hey, I thought you were driving. Me? I thought you were. Ah! Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, too hot to handle. Right, and we're back. That was an amazing commercial. Woo! I I gotta go get me one of those. Um, Yes. So, Anthony, last episode, we talked about my insect team, my Power Rangers insect team. Yeah. Did you get the opportunity? Have you formulated a team, an Anthony team? The Anthony All Stars, if you will. Anthony All Stars. Mighty Mighty Morphin Anthony Rangers. They're just all body parts of me, and they all form an Anthony. Yeah. That's the that's the Zord. Yeah, that's and then, the, sounds and like... then the sixth ranger is the microphone. It, or, or it's not a hat. No, it's a trucker hat. No, no, it's <laughs> it's, it's one of my caps that you always see me in pictures with. That's it. It's not. It's, it's not the. It's not a Green Lantern ring. <laughs> you know, we have a seventh ranger that puts the ring on. But all right. So <laughs> no, so, so I you're... have a. Uh, I did. I did think of something. I'm going to tell you, I, I forgot about it until like yesterday. I was like, oh, shoot, I got to do that for podcast work. So I'm like, well, let me think about it. And I didn't podcast, think about it yesterday. So I'm like, work. oh, my God, this morning I'm like, shoot, I got to think of that stuff for work. Podcast, podcast work. work. <laughs> so I went to work work and I was like, oh, uh, I got a break here. Let me figure this one out. And I go, what would I like to see on? Because I'm thinking, well, I do dinosaurs. And I was like, well, no, because dinosaurs – not dinosaurs, because I would love dinosaurs, but they've been overdone too many times, I feel, right now. Give me at least a couple seasons before we see dinosaurs again. It's like, like they do them every 10 seasons. It's actually 11, but go on. Yes, exactly. So can, so you, you actually go on. So I'm like, well, how about ninjas? And I'm like, no, they've done enough ninjas. And I'm like, all right. Three times as well. All right. And like really recently, too. And I'm like, well, can't do po- space pirates, obviously. Re- really recently, like this season. Right. So yeah, like, nin- ninja steel. So I'm sitting there going, "Wow, what can I do?" And I'm like, "You know what? I really wouldn't mind seeing done with like modern, modern day take on it." Bumper cars. Close, close. No. Oh boy. Um, I want to see like race cars, but like street racing, like actual race cars. You do you remember that Instagram post that I sent you? That video where it's like sports cars like like camaros or whatever and they were painted up to look like power rangers cars like there was a red one with a tyrannosaurus on the side see this oh i'll send it to you i think i'll repost it on instagram as well oh here let's go to my uh i'll go i'll go to my inbox and check this out while you're talking it's 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 super fun i don't i'd have to i'd have to figure out on instagram how to actually go and find the stuff that i've pinned um uh you know save to my i like this book but um it's 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 so funny that they're basically like the it's just the five original colors yeah and it's and it's just them just driving around and it's basically like power rangers money morphin tokyo drift 
I'm going to tell you, I wasn't even thinking of that. I, I didn't even think of that. But I'm sitting there going, you know what I would like to see take? And I mean, I don't know if right now, I don't know if we said it when we when we thought of this idea. Of, it's got to be like Japanese cut studio film. No. Make this be like the next movie. Make it like Fast and the Furious meets Power Rangers. You can give them some cliche way that they're all t- that they all happen to be together and be friends, other than taking actual Fast and Furious ideas. But like that high intensity racing, like get some real wicked looking cars, all done up by color, not cliche tacky colors like a bright blue, bright pink. Like make it subtle tones of like the traditional red, blue, black, yellow. Uh, pink but uh take it take it to like that next level where it's like they're all street racers and my idea is that but by day they all are uh, pit, pit crew workers on like on like a nascar or whatever or whatever racing league is in their area they're all pit crew workers and the okay. thing is that kind of makes sense but here's the thinker here's the kicker is that Whenever you have Power Rangers, ah, this, these Zords are magically freaking get fucking given to them. No, I wish they were magically no. delicious instead. <laughs> no, these these guys, they made their Zords. They're the ones that made the Zords. How are they Zord technology? Their think tank behind the team that helps them with their Zords is Billy. So Billy, Billy's like some older dude with some like wisdom of like how to help and build Zords. And, like, the drive and, like, the leader that, like, kind of helps him out and, like, plants out missions, like the Zordon person, Jason. Jason runs this pit crew with Billy. Building this race car or Zords or whatever. And maybe, like, all the different, like, maybe there's, like, one dude that, like, races the actual car in the races. But then, so, like, all the other guys are pit crew members. Because they're all equally freaking important in a, in a NASCAR race. I'm going to burst your bubble. Yeah, what's up? Three quarters of your intellectual property has already been done. RPM, I think it was it was R, was RP yeah it was RPM. They were in that post apocalyptic apocalyptic world where they invented the Zords. They maintained and, and repaired them. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, but, yeah, but RPM looked stupid as hell, and it's post apocalyptic. So I'm not acknowledging yeah. that. But go on. No, I'm just saying. So basically, the and and. I mean, the, the cars, they use them, the Zords, I believe, in at least in some of the episodes, they also use them for, um, like, to go out and, like, get resources and stuff like that. So, I'm not saying that it's sim- the same, but I'm not saying that it's super different than what you're saying. That's all. But I, I, I know what you're saying. Basically, you're bringing a NASCAR tone to it. Yeah, I kind of like when a NASCAR tune to it, but then like by night, it's like by day they're like NAS. It's like a NASCAR team, like pit crew, but that by night it's a uh, like they're just street racers, and it's not like they're like thug street racers. They just race. They like you know, I guess yeah, they're street racers, but they're not doing no harm. It's just like you know they're in the, they're just you know doing their own thing. And the villain, I figured because I'm bringing back Jason and Billy. Hell, we're bringing back the Machine Empire. It's you know it's uh. Descendants of the of of, king, of the King Empire of the Machine Empire, and they have some like scrap metal and gears and everything, and they're tossing them and inserting them into other like vehicles and cars and everything that are making them go crazy, and their total rule is just to destroy them. Just is just to destroy the Power Rangers. Here, let so, me throw a wrench. Let me throw a, let me throw a wrench into your car thing. I was just thinking it. about this. 
So if it if it's like a racing crew, so why don't you take it even further? And instead of, and this kind of plays right into the new Power Rangers comic, the new issue that's coming out or is has just come out or will come out soon, you know, with the team of the 60s or whatever. Yeah. Why not make it like a team that, not a team, but like a group that they kind of have to do it on the down low anyway, kind of like Power Rangers are like, hey, you know, we can't betray our, um, you know, that we're Power Rangers type thing. Why not make it that it's like the 50s when NASCAR was just starting and bootlegging was kind of still because, you know, NASCAR came from bootlegging. Yeah. Why not make it like Talladega Nights? Yeah. There's also a racetrack called Talladega. It's in Talladega. Mm -hmm. It's a city. Um, Why not make it so that they're bootleggers by day or, you know, whenever it's convenient. Bootleggers by night? And they're Power Rangers by day? Well, yeah, whatever, whatever. bootlegging during the day. Well, the only thing that they're Unless bootleg- you're like smoking the bandit. Yeah, or Cannonball Run, which is not bootlegging at all. Um, they're just driving really fast cars. But why not have them as their day jo- as their main job, quote unquote, be bootleggers? And so therefore they have to be souping up these cars and repairing them constantly, kind of like they'd be doing with the Zords. But they would also have to do basically be like, hey, we're Power Rangers, but we can't really tell anybody because bootlegging is also like illegal at the time type thing moonshine and all that that stuff it kind of bumps into my like whole theory that it'd be the the, the villains and the machine empire yeah well exact revenge on like billy and why couldn't this be their first time and then retcon it to say that in the 90 in the zeo series it was the second time that they came when they came back after they were rebuilt Ooh, you're getting the new and the old fans in in then all right it's just an idea. Maybe, maybe. Regardless, Conti- Machine Empire. Well, no, because the fact is that I want I want Billy and Jason to be in, and Jason ended up being the Sixth Ranger. Actually, no, he's the mentor. That was it. I, I wanted him to somehow be the Sixth Ranger, but I'm like, no, he's going to be too old regardless. But the Sixth Ranger is like some like maybe some like some kid, younger kid he knows that's into racing also. But instead of being a car, he drives a a freaking motorcycle and that is the sixth ranger some like some like street biker like on a crotch rocket like not a crotch rocket, but like but like you know like some like one of those like it's not a chopper or a motorcycle it's like one, like a the suzuki yeah like, suzuki a, like, a, race, like, a, racing like a racing bike yeah, yeah that's what the sixth ranger is that'd be like, kind of cool. that could be kind of cool so the sixth ranger would be the motorcycle yeah or so it'd be a, like a robot ranger it'd be like robo knight of of, of sorts no, no, no. The Sixth Ranger is like, like he's a legit person, like a new person of the team. But his V, his Zord is his bike. What if this? No, and this. No, I didn't. No, what no. if this to your team? No, no, hold on. I'm I'm adding two years. What if exactly? Jason's the mentor still, like you said. And right. Billy is Billy's the uh, IT department. But over time, trace amounts of their powers from their previous power coins have kind of built up in their system and it's like a mystery for the first first third or first half of the season they're like who's this like or like they're like starting to act all weird and then eventually they become seven and eighth rangers that show up like titanus only when it like shit gets real because and and you don't know who it is you don't know that it's them or not because they don't 
they actually tell a good story with it this time. And they're like, who is it? And because they're gone, like Billy was like, he disappeared all the time in Zeo hinting that he was the sixth ranger uh, before they're like, Hey, it's Trey. And then eventually Jason, but just to, to put them in and put them in suits, they can't do it full time. Like everybody else can, because you know, like you said, they're older now. I mean, I don't see them being older, older. I see them being, you know, like five, 20, older. 20, 20 years have passed. Yeah. Which so is like, true. They're not they're grandpas. In their, they're in their 40s. Yeah, they're so old. Well, well, no, like, no, like, older meaning they're not in their, they're not, like, te- they're not teenagers anymore. Yeah, there's, they're, they're, they're no longer teenagers with attitude. They're just adults with attitude, which is just being an adult, if anything. I think it's called being a curmudgeon. <laughs> oh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's my team up, and I I think that's a pretty solid line. And then the Zord, obviously, would just morph like a normal Zord would. So they'd be cars, basically souped-up cars, yeah. because they're oh, uh, they're a racing team. Car, I got, so I got some cars. That's the thing. Okay. Yes. All right. So so we got there's a few like you know like modern, and then I got like you know through some old older school cars, and so it, I don't know which ones would be which, but you got a Lambo, like a new like modern Lambo that's like you got a new Ferrari. I want like a modern like mid you know Jag a Jaguar. Then I want like an old school muscle car Camaro, and then a freaking a 1970 Cuda. Like two what old about, school muscle cars. What about Lightning McQueen? Where's he at? He's not in that one. Ciao. So, and can we can we get the rights to these cars? Because um, <laughs> bugs, man, there's no there's no intellectual property on bugs. I mean, they're I mean they did the Thunder <laughs> Blaster in Turbo, the Mountain Blaster. Ooh. So I mean, they could be adaptations of what they are. Yeah, or how about like we the, just don't say what they are, but it's like. That's clearly some muscle car. They have to use the GTA naming convention of cars. Yes. That, that would be perfect. I think that the would be The second week be in it. a row that GTA has come up, have you noticed that? Yeah, because everything points back to GTA. It's what you really want to do in life. It is. It is. Until you were like, oh my god, I've played GTA for 73 straight days, and I haven't gotten past Mission 1 because I use cheat codes to just kill everyone I want. You don't need cheat codes to kill people. You do. To really efficiently do it. Maybe. Anyways, so cars, another car theme. How original. Um, Cool. Uh, You get an F. F for fun. F for freaking cool. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, No, it's it's, it's a nice little, it's a a hard but fun exercise to do once you you really spend some time, you know, kicking it around. You want to be original. But could you picture like Need for Speed or like. Nope. Or not Need for Speed, um, Fast and Furious. Not like the whole like with the family thing, but like the actual like the way that they like they're you ever see their car races are somewhat shot like the first, the original ones where it was real racing. Like it wasn't, drag racing, yeah, like the drag racing and like the street racing. It wasn't bad because it was all it was drag racing because it was nitrous. And then once they took down a plane with a bunch of you know tow wenches, that's when it kind of jumped the shark. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they jumped the shark. I think easily. Way before Early that, I, but I mean, can you picture like the like actual like the like the racing aspect like that done with like ranges? That would be kind of cool. It would it would be neat. I mean, it would be it, it would be something different if it was actually not stupid, like the or not stupid's the wrong word. I, I'm I'm referring to the old the previous two car car yeah uh, you know O Ranger and Car Ranger or what were they RPM and Turbo? Uh, they're just very 
especially the movements. They're all like very overdone. Like, hey, I'm going to shift to the turbo and move my arms in like 14. Like I'm doing a dance with my I'm hands over my I'm not going to lie. I went back before I got the Impala. My Impala, I had a Mazda and it had a manual shifting section where I could pop it over and do like a, I could do a racing shifting, sport shifting, where I just pop the gear down and up. Yeah, speed shifting. I used to speed shift all the time, and every time I used to like, I'd be on a road, I'd pop it down to first, and I'd shift up. And whenever I was like, I got like, I was gonna do some speed shifting I, in my head, I'd be, I used to say it out loud actually, I'd be like shifting the turbo, and I, I used to feel it. And I'm like, yo, this is totally what the Power Rangers felt like. Did everyone in the car at that moment ask for you to stop so that they could get out of your car? Never did it with anyone else <laughs> in the car though. Probably for the best. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, so yeah. That's well, my team. It's a fun exercise. It's it it's fun. not it's not bad. I mean, you know, I, you. I like the fact that you're bringing real world stuff in, so that actually dates the show. Not that they're all, you know, dated from production value or vernacular or you know yeah. whatever. But uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's good podcast work. Thank you, thank you. Good podcast work. So we'll take another break. We'll be right back, and it's morphing time, from what I hear. Yes, I, I heard that it was. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're back, um, dude. I loved morphing sequences. I just, you ever say, kid, you ever like, like, pretend that you were morphing? Well, no, because when you were yes. a kid watching Power Rangers, you were in your middle school and high school career, and it would have been awkward. But I didn't I do it in public. Watching... <laughs> the thing is, when I was a kid and me doing it, I was like five years old in my grandmother's house, and it was kind of cute. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Because you probably had a Green Lantern ring on, too. No, I didn't get a Green Lantern ring until like three years ago. Well, four or five years. Anyway. um, (laughs) War of Light, right? Way. So you watched Zeo. I did. What'd you think of it? I'm curious. So, how many episodes did you you watch, and what was your uh, take on it? So, I watched the first seven episodes of Zeo. All right. There were 50 in total. So I was gonna. Like, I was gonna like watch. 10%. I was gonna watch the first ten. I ended at seven, and I took notes. And they're most of them are in capitals with underlines and question marks and exclamation points. Um. So I noticed at the first first couple episodes with the tone is very different. Obviously, they're like, "Hey, the command center just blew up." Uh oh. And, you know, it was like a post-apocalyptic type thing. And like, uh, and then uh, we're running through smoke and rubble that is just rubber, rubber, rubble. And looking for this. And then there's going to be a really bad graphic of the command center repairing itself while another even worse green screen of us falling down a, a a sinkhole with our feet horribly attached to this rock with pathetic graphics and it was just i was i was uh i didn't like it i mean i like the the idea and and it really plays on like the first not even like nostalgia but it plays on like there's like a lot of callbacks and a lot of references to the previous three seasons because obviously that's where the bread was buttered um but and and i haven't watched the the sentai to, to kind of compare the you know the tone the fight sequences and stuff but man were they short fight sequences the megazords were short um the helmets which were cool by the way um 
and I did post them on Instagram. I, I hope you saw that because I even put my captions with them. Um, but man, it was like, hey, uh, I made these helmets. You, we haven't tested them yet. How are you going to test them? First of all, Billy, um, like it, it, some of it just didn't make sense. Um, but he's like, yeah, you're going toward the sun. Use all five of your helmets real quick. And all five of them conveniently will get you away from the sun. Huh? What? And how do you have instant communication between you and near the sun and earth, uh, with technology that's over 10,000 years old. And at the same time, uh, in the same, you know, in, in 1995, when they send a guy to the moon, it takes eight minutes for them to send a radio signal back and forth. Uh, I'm just lost a little bit with the Power Rangers technology. Um, the answer there is pretty much just, well, it works because shut up or because Power Rangers. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Well, I, I, I fairly enjoyed it, but I'm okay. Um, do you like anything? Some, well, I liked how heavy handed the episodes were. Like the one with, uh, Kat and Tommy are, doing a home ec project and you know instead of uh home ec, uh in middle school or high school it was hey you're gonna carry care for this egg uh no they're like yeah you're gonna pretend to be married this weekend and oh cat has this great idea of let's bring someone's baby for the weekend and we're both power rangers so what happens what do you know the baby gets uh caught up in the power rangers battle yeah, that that wasn't good planning on their part, I feel. <laughs> and 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 here's the other thing. I mean, they were kind of strapped with I could tell when it was Sentai footage and when it was American footage. But here's the other thing. The next episode, Tanya, who if you remember from the last season of or from the Alien Rangers saga, I think it was, where they got all super young, the the regular the the Rangers. Um Aisha mm-hmm. goes to where Tanya lives. And Tanya comes back. I don't think Tanya even lived in North America at the time until she became, came back to, you know, when she was re-aged. Um, I don't think Tanya has ever seen a single, I don't think she's ever seen baseball, but yet she made varsity pitcher starting, you know, in the rotation and can strike out her, her boyfriend who he was the worst actor, by the way, man, I'm going to cheat. But I'm going to learn a lesson because my girlfriend's a Power Ranger and I don't even know it. And then my girlfriend's going to strike me out and I'm going to get a chip on my shoulder about it. And then blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to get dumped by her because I can't accept her being on the baseball team. Um, Okay, dude, you're a douche. Go pound sand. And so they have, they can teleport too, right? Yes. Why do they have motorcycles? And this episode with the dog. I don't know. Uh, what the hell? I mean, you know, the, the it's like wrestling rules in, in some of these episodes. It's convenient for the time. You know, it makes sense because right now. The, the acting was bad. The story was kind of not that great. Um, the, the Zord was cool. The helmets look cool. Um, that's pretty much it. It was, I didn't like it very much. Um, and maybe because I only got to the seventh episode, but I didn't, I mean, I'll probably sit down and watch a couple more just to see if it's, I'll, I'll give you another update for a couple more episodes and, you know, and whatever, figure out 
when I whenever I can want to punish myself some more and watch some more episodes. But I didn't like Zio because the story was very loose. The acting was not the greatest. Um, the fight sequences were very short. And and maybe that was because they were trying to stray a little bit, you know, trying to be more self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was their finest work, quite honestly. Wow. It could have been better. And and who knows? Like I said, I haven't seen the Sentai to, to have something to compare it to, to see what they were working, what they had to work with initially. But I think it could have been... It, it seemed lazy, I, I guess, to summarize it. It, se- it just seemed lazy and forced and rushed. And, oh, hey, by the way, here's another power-up. Just because you punched this question block. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I could see that, I guess. Damn right I you can. I don't know, I guess I just, I just enjoyed it. The, 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 the sto- Honestly, I think it's because I don't like the way I don't like Catherine as an actor. I think she's awful. That's really you really think that that's what ruined it for you was just Catherine. I think it's her and it's Tanya. I just don't think their acting is up to par with. Oh, Steve Cardenas. I didn't like the way they wrote his character. I don't. It's not that I didn't like him, but they played him as like goofy one time and absent-minded another time. Like he's yes. like the bumbling. They, it's yes, not him. I'll give you I'm that gonna, one. Yes, I'm going to clarify that to him. I don't like it, that. I'm going to clarify. It's not him as an actor. It's the it's the way his character was written. I think he's great. He was great as like, you know, I'm the Red Ranger, the second Red Ranger from Mighty Morphin. But when they made him Blue Zeo, they basically made him like he should have been the third member of Balkan Skull. He was like just a bumbling idiot along for the ride. Would, but speaking of Balkan, Balkan Skull, what do you think? Uh, I like their character development from bullies in season one to uh money morphin season one to their um you know we're going to join the junior police cadet group guy fellows uh and you know in two and then actually maturing through season three and and their haircuts definitely helped change you know it it helped usher in a change and and they were a lot i think honestly uh, their the way they were written even though they were kind of like hey we just stumbled upon oopsies non-stop like they usually do yeah. uh they they basically have the best character progression and maturity um because they're coming into their fourth season uh jason david frank uh, up to this point has had the biggest character development um, but vulcan skull have had the biggest character growth mm-hmm. definitely that's definitely a big dream i mean i mean these guys went from being school bullies to being they have a purpose is, yeah. is really for them. They have a purpose. The, you know, uh, the six, the five and, and eventually six Rangers have a purpose, but it's very one dimensional and it's basically more moral lessons. It's like a very special episode of Power Rangers every episode. Mm-hmm. And these guys are the comic relief, but they actually have more real world scenarios and real world situations and way of ways of handing them handling them yeah and i definitely agree they definitely do so uh, if it was the balkan skull show it would take it would be like a 10 it'd be an uh, it'd be an adult swim show because it would be 10 15 minutes long Mm -hmm. but but i mean the writing was just all over the place on these and like i said the characters from one season to another were completely different like i said uh steve cardenas's character rocky was just written so poorly (laughs) 
Adam was like the, hey, everything's all right all the time kind of guy. Um, Tanya was just there and Catherine shouldn't have been there. Um, and, and Jason David Frank was like, Hey, I know all the answers just like Zordon, but when I don't know all the answers, I'm going to ask Zordon. And Billy's like, Hey, we haven't tested this yet. And always in the power, power center, power chamber with his Steve Jobs outfit on. Yeah. Yeah. You summed it up pretty good. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it just, uh. I guess it, I had that more more of a nostalgia feel to it, that more of that nostalgia pull to it. it. It basically it just seemed like instead of being a team, they were all individuals that were working together, sort of, when needed is really what it was. But I mean, it, it could have been better. The writing was just like I said. I think it was it mainly came down to the writing. But you know, I'll watch a couple more and see how much I did it. See if I have a change of heart or not. I recommend, you know, give it a shot and really try to. No. Oh, I will. I mean, I'm not going to not watch it. Um, but uh, I, I just, I, I, I didn't, it wasn't what I was expecting as well. So, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rip it apart anymore. But the first seven episodes, I, they, they were not written the way I remember Power Rangers being written, mm-hmm. you know, well. Yeah. All right. Well, well. I guess I guess that's one way to take it. I see. Yeah. So, uh, so that being said, moving on. Moving on. Um, we have a new iTunes review. Anthony. We do. We do. Uh, why don't you uh, Why don't you read it to all of our faithful followers and listeners? Kimmy three seven nine zero said <laughs> on August twenty eighth. 2017 these guys seem to know what they're talking about if Damn you're right. not a pr nerd you'll definitely enjoy this pretty sure there's supposed to be an exclamation point there but whatever i'll let them go the sean guy seems that's me like the person who who played with power ranger doll, dolls well into his team <laughs> you mean action figures like maybe he made them wrestle wwe style on his bed while he watched tv I don't know. That's just the vibe I get. She she had this great comment that there's no punctuation at the end, though. What the hell? Okay, so it's kind let of me, like let me, okay. She I'm going to explain put this. Effort into this, and then didn't I know? I know. Please I'm going to explain this now. to you. So so that's my sister. Oh, this that's is my, great. That's my sister Kim. I love it. <laughs> Tell and, her I uh, said hi. And so Kim, my sister is seven years younger than I am. Does she so, even listen to us? I don't know. My so mom, she did this purely just because your mom's like, Kim, do a review for your brother's show. I don't, my mom doesn't know how the world works. So I doubt she knows how iTunes ratings work. But so to, to give a little bit of context to what my sister has said here. Um, so if you remember a couple episodes ago, I talked about the stuffed, animal-like Power Ranger characters. Uh, yeah. You know, like, so when I was Time younger... Out real quick. Hold on. I mean to put a buzz. When I was at Fan Expo, I saw them, I think. They were like six... They were like seven-inch tall, but they had the hard heads. There's there's a couple different ones. There's the six-inch ones. They look kind of like they're... Uh, like little people where they're kind of disproportioned, so to speak. And I'm, Kind of it's, like I'm, that, yeah. Yeah. And it's only... Be, it's mainly because... And I don't mean to talk bad about any one but i'm just medically speaking it's 
It's just what you think of, what you see. So they're kind of little, the, so there's the short ones with the hard heads. I actually have a Red Ranger one. Um, those are the ones the, that's worth money, right? No. Okay, there's good. the, there's the 12 or 14 inch ones. I can't, I, I have, I have, I have one, two of them. There's two. Those are the ones that are worth money. Yes. There's, there's one where they're all stuffed, like including the head. And the arms are the only thing that move. They're basically just on like a, like a bearing and they just spin around like a windmill uh, or like a helicopter. Um, there's a joke in there somewhere if you get it. Um, but then there's another kind where they, they don't, the joints don't move at all. They're just static, but the head is a hard plastic and the head is just a shade bigger, not much bigger. I have a, I have a green or a white ranger of one of those. The ones where the arms move, I have a green ranger. And I have a Lord Zed. Oh, and I have a black, a black and a white Ranger, Mighty Morphin of the plastic head, four, twelve or fourteen inch ones. I, again, I don't know how tall they are. So that being said, and I'll put a picture of these up on my Instagram or on the the Instagram as well. Um, when I was when Power Rangers first came out, like the second season, my mom got me the the Green Ranger and my sister for some reason the the Pink Ranger, complete with skirt. Uh, the Green Ranger, you could not take the shield off. The, eventually, I don't know where, why, or how it came, I don't know where it came from, a White Ranger showed up. This dude had a removable shield, just two little strips of Velcro in the back, shield comes off. So he's like, White Ranger, he's like a white spandex with gold belt, gold cuffs, and gold boot cuffs. And that was it. Helmet, of course. That didn't come off. That was part of the, the stitched head. But you could take his shield off. I was like, oh, that's rad. Um, when I was this age as well, so I was, this was 95, so I was 11 or 12. Um, I also, like other people on this podcast network, enjoyed uh, the art of professional wrestling. And I say the art because it is an art form to take a flat back bump. And yes, it is. I like wrestling. I like wrestling. And I liked to be creative. I was like, oh, wow, that was cool. That was a cool move. And then what do you know? I have these action figures, these stuffed action figures that you can move their arms around. So perfect for doing vertical suplexes with stuffed animals because I couldn't do it with people because the ceiling in my room was only nine feet tall, nine feet high. I can't vertically suplex anybody as a 12-year-old in my I'm own like, room. Like, I can't vertically suplex people. <laughs> my mom would get mad. Well, I mean, it was either I vertically suplex somebody onto the bed or and potentially break the bed frame or my 12, let's just say they're 12-inch action figures can do it and nobody gets hurt. I might have funsies just done it every once in a while after i was like 14 or 15 uh just for fun just be like oh wow, that was cool and at that point in time that's when kind of power rangers kind of drifted away from i drifted away from power rangers and, and at the time professional wrestling too but uh yeah so that's the long answer to that i would play with and it was wwf at the time kim come on <laughs> this is pre-2000 that's funny that's funny dude yeah, so thank you, Kim, for your uh, very, uh, very much inside baseball review. I like that. So yeah, so uh, uh, so with that, uh, I think we're done for the day. What do you think? Pretty sure we're done. All right, Anthony. Um, why don't you tell everyone where our listeners can find you? Me, me. Um, get me on uh, my house. I'm not gonna give you my address. No, One, two, three, anywhere street? 
one, two, three in your closet. Uh, just kidding. Now, um, you can get me on Instagram, Twitter, at A-N-T-M-U-L-L-E. Give me an Xbox and PlayStation, same thing, A-N-T-M-U-L-L-E. Hop on, we'll play some video games. Let me know what's up. Uh, Unless oh, it's I, Battlefield, because you you don't have Battlefield. Man, probably not. Not a big war person game, not like that. I don't like, I don't like uh, shooter games like that. Johnny Townsend is. That's why you don't I, play video games together. No, no, no. I've other. I've had other <laughs> games that I would play with him too. I'm like, hey, I'll buy this game if we can play together. That's a freaking response. Regardless, That's... we'll move forward from that. Like frustrated, we'll move forward. Um, you know, I mean, you know, just hit me up. Let me know what's up. If you uh, enjoy me and you want to listen to some other podcasts I do, I actually do a one that flagship the whole website that this is coming from, the BICVP podcast it's just a back issues comic book comic book podcast get that on itunes stitcher and the google app that's the one that does the podcast for google phones now google play music google play music sorry i don't have google play music so i didn't know you could uh, just say google play it's the same thing oh okay so google play we are on that uh we are also on that you can also get us on twitter at back issues and on twitter or no i'm sorry no instagram at back issues and twitter is BICB podcast, I'm pretty sure. Yes. But uh, Chris runs both of those accounts, so, you know, tweet, message him, see what's up. Uh, yeah, anything comic book, pop culture related, fan expo, stuff like that, we're going to talk about. So, uh, get me on there, let us know what's up, and take it away, Sean. So, you can find Sean on Instagram and Xbox Live. It's SeanCV79, you know, because that's my name. Uh, but for the show, you can find us on Instagram and now the newly created Facebook fan page. That's right. You're our fans. That's not weird. It's not conceived that we say that. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Uh, just search on Instagram for that or Facebook. You'll find it. Um, you can also send us an email to PowerRangersInCyberspace at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, so show suggestions. Um do you want to be a guest? Do you want to... Something that I didn't already name. Send it there. Uh, leave us a... Uh, you know, uh, Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, I don't believe we're on Stitcher or the Google Play Store yet. But, you know, we're on iTunes. And so do that. And um, that's it. We're done. We'll see everyone next week. See ya.